Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Eileen. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. And we're going to catch you up to speed on the latest Erica Jane stuff. Plus, we're going to be talking about a new show that we've all watched independently, and we've heard so many people have been watching it over kind of the weekend, I guess. It's called My Unorthodox Life on Netflix. And then we're going to play a really fun game at the end. You know, we love games. And it's all about best reality TV villains. Dun, dun, dun. Before we get to that, Sammy, you're in L.A. Do you want to tell us anything? Just tell us the I don't want to hear about like the details of the trip. <laughs> I don't want to hear like, your something. Trip. I don't want to hear something. I want to hear like if something interesting happened. Like I don't need to know like the restaurants you went to. You could talk to Eileen about <laughs> no. that like on the side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, you could just like look at my Instagram <laughs> yeah, story. I you want to see know. the restaurants. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, OK. The most interesting story is what is how Mark Cuban was sitting behind me and Kay yesterday at the pool the entire day. And we kind of like became like a little friends, like, you know, not like really friends. If you were um, really friends, you would have taken a picture. No, I purposely didn't take a picture because <laughs> I wanted to be like natural and chill about it. You know what I mean? How, right. did, you, how did you guys enter right. into the natural real, and IRL no, you just, you didn't ask for a picture. You just talked about it on your podcast. The next no, no, no. <laughs> This girl who was sitting like two chairs next to him asked him to watch her bag. And then she left for like a really long time. And at one point, I tried to steal the bag. That's a really cute bag or whatever. And I said it like kind of loud because we were really close. Like he was like right there. And so I kind of like made a joke. And he like looked at me saying that. So I kind of made a joke to him like, oh, so you're working for her now? Like you're watching her bag. And, um, And then he like, played along with it and like went with it and then we started like talking or whatever and then um later on he was he said to us like i I don't need to go through like the whole conversation because you said to keep it short (laughs) but like we were like chatting a little bit and then guidelines and then at the end he was like i'm going to go record shark tank and i was like oh my god is is barbara here and he goes, no, she's staying in her house in L.A. And I said, well, tell her one of the betches says hi. She'll know what I'm talking about. And then he was like, OK, I will. And then like saw him again on and then he he like left or whatever. And then I saw him again, like chilling in one of the seating areas. And I was like, hey, and he like, you know, way back like he remembered me. And, you know, it was great. Love Mark well- Cuban. What was proprietary about this conversation? <laughs> oh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Yeah. The celeb sightings in LA are fun. That's like, so funny. Yeah, yeah, they remember are. when Jordana, you and I were at um, Nice Guy, and we noticed that Seth MacFarlane was sitting next to us alone, and oh, yeah, he was um, waiting for someone or something. He, but, well, we didn't know that, right? And we were. It took us like a whole appetizer course course worth to like get the courage to be like, "Hey, you want to join us?" Yes. <laughs> and then he said no, <laughs> and then, but he was very friendly about it, right? No, yeah. maybe we, we asked him if he wants to take a shot. That's what no. we said. I think we asked him if he wanted to sit with us, and he said no. But he I said don't he remember. was waiting for someone, but he was really friendly about it. But that was really fun. Was he really we, waiting for someone? Did the person did the person like show up? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did. It was like two people. L.A. is like Disney World, but instead of characters, you see like real celebrities. It's crazy. Yeah, it was it is, that trip was so funny. We were at we were waiting for our friend also at a restaurant and Joanna goes to me that guy next to you looks like John Stamos and was I it look- John Stamos I was trying to remember yes, what she, yes. who we saw and okay. then I look to my I look quickly to my and I go Jordana that is John Stamos <laughs> it was just like a bunch of that over and over again it was really funny yeah. because well, it is Kathleen Kelly yeah, I watched it is. <laughs> <laughs> well also last night at dinner like Heather Heather McDonald walks in like to where we we're eating and she was like and she starts filming bruce she's like that is the cutest dog ever and she starts just like taking all like taking all these videos of him and i was like okay well i'm obviously gonna like introduce myself to her and like yeah and she's like now that she's filmed my dog for like 10 minutes <laughs> so yeah so um hopefully we're gonna do a podcast exchange with her now oh cool, oh, cool. yeah juicy just- scoop um, Juicy scoop, yeah. Speaking of her, wasn't she in the documentary about Erica Jane? 
Yes, because she like broke news about it on her Juicy Scoop podcast. Right, Juicy Scoop. What news Juicy did Scoop. she break? That was I don't like remember. Not- she had interviewed someone who I think was like in, someone who was in, involved, but before it was more out. Well, that's the perfect segue into our next topic, which is the episode of Real Housewives Beverly Hills last week. It was so funny. I think I saw a meme. It was like, I never thought I would find Real Housewives of Beverly Hills much more interesting and exciting than New York, which is like totally the case this season. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But but I think New York is going to turn around seeing the mid-season trailer. It looks like it's going to get wild. So hopefully it does have a turnaround because it's only been half. Did someone um, in production have like a talk with them halfway through? Like, listen, guys, you're going to have to step it up. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's already filmed. No, but like while they were filming, I mean. Who knows? Who knows? But I know I think production is the reason why it's not. It's like all produced. It's all editors and production telling them what they should talk about, what they should do, who should do what. So it's not their fault necessarily, but. I think half this, that it's going to get, hopefully, according to this trailer, which looks really fun, it's going to get a little bit more, like, you know. Exciting. Rony. Exciting. But, yeah. okay, so let's talk about Beverly Hills. We, we haven't watched the new episode that's coming out technically T- today. today when this episode comes out because we recorded yeah. it yesterday. Right. The episode will already be out before. So, yeah, we haven't seen it. But we will not have the context of it. But yet. we're going to talk about the last episode where Erica put on quite a performance, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Makeup and the, all. With the mascara fiasco. A. Oh, she got dragged. So I wonder if she had any idea that she would just be memes all over the Internet. It was ridiculous. She should have been memed. Like she, I was watching it and I was, there's two parts and I, I put, I posted about it cause I could not, ha- I couldn't contain myself. There was two parts that were just extra absurd. The, the mascara scene, which never would have happened had she wanted it to happen. And she wears sunglasses to breakfast to, in to the breakfast, Tahoe house. Exactly. That's like, what I was thinking. She would have been wearing breakfast and Camille's tweet what did I say? Funny. Would have been exactly. wearing sunglasses to breakfast. Camille's tweet. Share, share Camille's tweet. Camille's tweet said, basically, like, I was in the pool with her in the Bahamas, and um, I saw no mascara running then. So while Camille is looking for attention, and she is kind of annoying, she's not on the show, she's right. <laughs> like, funny. Right. Like, way to troll her a little bit, because it's true. What did you guys think of that scene? I mean, I thought that it was just like, look, she's an actress. The woman was on Broadway. And I don't think that she's not genuinely upset about her life crumbling. I just think like it's not that hard to cry about like about what's happening to her, even if she is somehow like liable or aware or like knows additional things that she's not saying. Like the, the tears I do think like were real. And if you were her, you'd probably be really upset, too. I agree about the real but tears, but I think she's but it was lying a show. about why. Right? It was it was totally yeah. a show, totally a show. I felt did feel bad for her in moments. Maybe just she's I guess a good enough actress for me to feel bad for her if if she actually did know stuff. Um, but I do think I don't know. I feel like th- this is what happens. I would feel worse for her if she had for the past few years been talking about her crumbling marriage or her relationship yes. issues with Tom. Or some other things like when you come out, you can't like suddenly decide to be honest and have everyone believe you all in one season. If she had set herself up for this of like maybe even like last season being like, yeah, like things, you know, are not the way they used to be. Or like instead of just being like, yeah, Tom works so hard and he's so amazing and he's so proud of me that I went like the only she'd seen they showed showed about her and tom was um when she tells him she got the part in chicago and he's like so happy for her and it makes him seem like he's so supportive and then this season she's like and tom didn't come see me and tom, like it's like you can't pretend everything's great and then turn around one season and say everything was terrible the whole time and expect us to believe everything you were saying because you've been lying for the past well exactly several years. to me yeah. like there are certain while i while i want to believe it's, i don't not believe her but it's just like all of this is there's just so much against there's so much evidence in the way that it's playing out on Beverly Hills to to support not believing her because 
if you notice, she's planting seeds in support of like Tom's defense, like mm-hmm. like the Alzheimer's, like all yeah. of that, the and bullshit. how he's deteriorating. And to me, that feels like it's all part of a plan. While I don't know if it is, obviously, but it feels like it. Also, the very convenient way in which she left and has not spoken to him since to to completely like get her off of knowing what has gone on since she left him mm-hmm. is also interesting. A point I, to note. Okay. Right? Right. Yeah. Okay, Aileen, to what you're what you're alluding to, I like I hate to be like very, you know, kind of wildly speculative about it, but let me be for a second. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I think like, okay, if I'm Tom Girardi I know, like, think about, like, who Tom Girardi is. He's a ve- he's a man who can look his clients in the face who are victims of, like, severe health and, like, accident issues. And it, he can look them in the face and then he can rob them blind and then lie to them and say that he didn't rob them blind. So, like, anyone allegedly. who can do that, allegedly. So anyone who <laughs> can do the things that we saw in the documentary, and I think there is going to be another documentary, I'm pretty sure. I've heard Um, if someone can do that, like you're not going to you're probably going to do the most corrupt things you can possibly do. So my guess is that, like, first of all, I don't think Tom's all Tom's money is gone. I'm sure there is some secret account offshore, allegedly that (laughs) that 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 she knows that she needs to get she needs him to get access to. So I feel like him as a lawyer said, okay, like we're going to separate. You're going to hate me. You're going to pretend that it's because you just hate me. Yeah. And they, they knew that the, they knew this was happening. They knew that he was about to get into like big trouble. Cause she had to sit for a deposition that she never actually sat for because of COVID. Also think about when this was filmed. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, so if she, this, this didn't film just now. This was like a year ago. Right. So she, so they knew some, it was all going to come apart because COVID is the reason it came apart. Cause the courts were closed. Cause so he couldn't get more settlements. Like, to feed the Ponzi scheme. So like that's alleged why Ponzi alleged, <laughs> alleged Ponzi scheme. So, right. I, um, so she, I think he basically said to her, like, we're going to divorce and like, I'm going to primal fear it, you know, like with his little out with his, uh, dementia. Yeah. yeah, exactly. With his dementia. And right. He's basically, he knows like, I, this is, he knows the best way out. He's a lawyer. Agreed. And I think he and I think he thought like this will be the best way to preserve everything for both of us. Right. I agree. And for her, like for, for her, her, she had she know there's no prenup. She yeah. knows she needs to like for her to get out. She needs he has no money. interest in screwing her. Why would he suddenly want to like screw her? I don't believe that she like left him in the middle of the night and totally. scorned Me him. Right. And, like, yeah. Me neither. I that got my so little hands. house where I'm doing her my little house with, with the with the Bravo <laughs> editors showing her like massive pool house at the no, same yeah. time while she's like opening Vove. Like that is the funniest. My like, little house. <laughs> oh yeah. And then they're like, their ha- your house is huge. And she's like, oh honey, stop it. Oh please. Like, <laughs> right. Oh my God. No, also, that, um, that scene was I actually agree with you, you saw her like you, you saw her, thank you you saw but you, in that scene with the opening the vov you saw her like you saw her like hopelessness did you you know what i mean well i mean her whole like it's thing is now like just like it's all yeah. it's so funny how everyone who comes up with like the songs about like how rich and classy they are are like the least rich and classy people like you think about like it's expensive to be me like she had to name the song that one or, or, or like with luann where she's like money can't buy you class and then she's like arrested for it's just like right don't write a song people people in glass houses shouldn't write songs when's I melissa gorga gonna gonna fall down if that, on by that track record what was her I song forgot what her song on was display, on, on display. display i guess she yeah. is still she is on display, on display. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. 
I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years. And I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Here's what I think the move for Erica Jane should be, personally. If I were her, here's what I would do. Yeah. I would go to jail, like white-collar prison, for like less than a year, probably. I, I don't think get she her, gets would, to choose I would that. get my, I would get my lawyer to finagle <laughs> some sort me. of plea deal where I like go to jail and while I'm there, I write a book. Everyone will buy it because like, it's a, it's going to be the true tell all of what actually happened. People would buy it. You, Sammy, would definitely buy it. Oh, sure, oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> and then she'll come out, and she'll be like Teresa. She'll be like the star of the show, and like everyone will watch to see like how her life pans out. And like if I were her, I think that's more the move than this whole like denial. I think she route. would do well in jail. I, I think, think she so would too. too. I think she'd be prison. She'd be fine. She'd probably yeah. run the jail. She'd be like, she'd be great. She would have no makeup. It would be like, you know, people would, she'd get so much paparazzi attention. Like going to jail was actually great for Teresa because now she is like the longstanding star of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. So I really do think yeah. that Erica should like try to copy that. Whatever That's happened career model. You know, she doesn't even have any kids that she has, she can't be in jail she for. She has a like, kid. He's a cop. Like, yeah, but he, he's like older. You know what I mean? She doesn't yeah. have like four daughters at home under the age of 13. Daughters. Who, like, daughters uh <laughs> no that yeah, is I mean, okay I, I i look i can I think see that, that, a that if she can afford <laughs> any pr advice she should take yours <laughs> i mean if she if she's yeah i mean uh, the other scene that i thought was very telling from the show was that scene in her confessional when her voice got so low, it was almost Kyle. unrecognizable Kyle. <laughs> no like in the confessional scene and she was like looking everywhere <laughs> and she was like so like taking these like short, i know how short, utterly dismissive tom is. like these like long pauses <laughs> and i thought of friends you know when joey is doing the script and he goes how are you long pause and <laughs> jeff goldblum is like no you take a long pause he's like oh i thought that was like some somebody's name <laughs> And I was just like, these are just, these are, she's taking acting cues. This I feels like a day, restless, whatever it's called, days of our lives acting, which is her, exactly yeah. her forte. Maybe. <laughs> so, you know what I, you, you know what I'm talking about? The one. Yes, the I know what you're suit. talking. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I agree. She would thrive in jail and she should write the real truth. She might not be able to. She won't get any money. Tom Girardi can be like Joe Judice. But maybe, like okay. but, maybe she <laughs> but maybe she doesn't want to write a book because maybe she would have to return all her funds from the book to the victims. Like since how Tom's not gonna be able to do that. Well, Teresa didn't. Well, or the, Teresa did actually to, do that. I think. Well, yeah. Teresa owed the government, and I think she owed way less than than Tom Girardi. I think Tom Girardi owes victims like hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, and she's named in these suits. Yeah. Like, well, well, okay. Now what's coming up? And let's just talk about this really quickly. What that Rinna thing was before, um, before we move on to my unorthodox life. So the that Camille feud then basically like led to the the trustee for Girardi Keys, who's trying to recover the funds from Erica. He tweeted about Rinna, like how Rinna shouldn't be defending Erica because she like has some sketchy things in and it seems like this trustee thinks that like the other women are somehow like tied up in it and i think there i think there was speculation that erica maybe invested in rena's makeup line Hmm. and then she like knew about it not that she knew about it but that like if, if erica then invested money those funds are not legitimate like and she put right. them in Rena's company. 
there is something interesting about the way that they're like tight, like this group of five yeah, women. And that they all have sketchy legal things. Like all of them. Not all of them. No, all of them. What does Kyle have? What's Ka- Mauricio the stuff with Mauricio and this house that he and his partner flipped for like thirty million and they earned like thirty million dollars that it's like there's questions about it. I, I have to like go into it. This is all obviously alleged, but there is like a Mauricio thing as well. Sammy, one one of one of the episodes coming up, you should do a since you read you know about the Kathy Hilson sit. Yeah. I want I actually do want to hear all about that, but I don't want to like read a book about it. So maybe you can do, <laughs> do a Okay, uh, Monte, we can do Kathy dive. Hilton. What about Kathy Hilton? Oh, you were out uh, when we recorded this episode. Sammy was saying there's all these like Hilton family secrets and like Hilton scandals that like they portray Kathy as this like obviously like who is hunky dory person, but she's actually like a, l- a lot more like manipulative and there's a lot more going on with her. And oh, I want to hear about like like the Kathy Senior was that her name? Big Kathy. Big Kathy. Big Kathy. Big Kathy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm interested. We could do that. I, we could do I, that I do. One I agree that Kathy's being played off a little bit too one way. There's no way she's just like, you know, ditzy and howls at her dog. Like that's not just like her only personality. But um, there there like- are some supporting things like Paris once saying like, I really don't know what she, she knows she's what she's signing up for. Like, so I think right. there are some, some things to support it that are outside the way that she is portrayed or the way that editors make her out to be but that said she is highly entertaining <laughs> i feel like kathy hilton is like sonia morgan if she had managed to keep her marriage intact so interesting sonia is, is is killing it this season do you agree i yes didn't watch no. i didn't watch last she's doing better she looks a lot better i think the bar for her was very low well so dis- yes dis- comparatively right but despite <laughs> no despite her like she is getting she, she is showing the world that it is okay to sort of be lost as mm-hmm. long as you sort of have your head on straight for cer- certain things like she is a, she a, she agrees she's a very open mind she's an open mind and also like she knows that she has problems and she admits yeah. that but I think at the end of the, she, there's something about like her navigation of the world, even though she's slightly delusional, it comes off very relatable and, and she is, comes off very likable. And I was watching something on Instagram about how like, you know, Josh Flagg was like interviewing her or something and he's like, are you depressed? She's like, yeah, I, I, I get very depressed, but not the kind where it's debilitating. I can't get up because I have a daughter and I need to get up. People don't know this about me, but I'm a good mom and I need to get up for her. And it was just like, like that kind of, those kinds of things you would never hear coming out of like Ramona. Well, I think, you know? well, I was going to, I was going to say, I think she's benefiting from being next to Ramona and Luann who are mm. just like, like specifically Ramona yeah. is coming off horribly this season. And, like they come off more like assholes. Like at least Sonia comes off as like nice. And I think Sonia's benefiting from like sort of separating from the Ramona yeah. pair. And and she, it's just her, the way that she is feels less performative about everything. Totally. Totally. Cause I think genuine. she can't, cause I think she tried to like fake it for a really long time. And then it maybe hit her like, no, I can't like, yeah, she did right. have her Wells Fargo moment in the beginning of the season though. That was hilarious. No, but even that, <laughs> even though that happened, she admits that she has problems. Like it's, she knows right. that she's like lost in her. But then in this this episode, you you, I don't know if you guys watched it, but you like understand why. Like I haven't she seen has, it yet. Maybe okay, that's why they share. Yeah. Like she goes, <laughs> they have a really good medium. <laughs> the medium like exposes something about Sonia's past which you'll watch it and we can talk about another day we've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams but with base there's room for everything 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip no problem deciding between a few pairs of shoes bring them all with base it is my go-to travel bag i love that the bag expands because i'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment it just makes it so much easier to travel when i know there's a special place for everything it makes me feel like a more organized version of myself and i love that cushioned handle i always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage 
Bench, 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Speaking of big families, should we talk about my unorthodox life? Oh, yes, yes, definitely. So I have a question. Do you think that everyone is watching this show or just like the other Jews that we know? No, I think it's (laughs) mostly the other Jews that we know. Um, Like, I feel like the buzz is mostly from like people that I follow on Instagram that are also Jewish. Absolutely. I I completely agree. It is mostly being watched by Jews um, as of now. Doesn't mean that it will stay that way. (laughs) But the show Unorthodox was watched was watched by everybody. But, but but that right. was also like that was that was like a critically acclaimed like movie also, I think right? also it was eventually watched by everybody not like right. in the first just, week it, yeah this just came out yeah um so Sammy do you want to just share what it's about okay so it's basically about this family who used to be religious and now they are no longer religious and the the matriarch this woman Julia. Um, tells a story about how she basically left the 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 Orthodox community and then in a short seven to ten years is now the CEO and co-owner of Elite World Group, which is a massive talent agency that's been around for like forever. So it basically like shows the family and it like kind of like it has almost like a car- like a formerly Orthodox Kardashians vibe mm-hmm. where like the mother is like there's there's four kids and the mother kind of like you know you know kind of works on their futures and uh there's a bit of like a family and there's a ton of money tone, just and like a around. ton of money right right, right 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 lots very lavish lifestyle and um you know so it's kind of you're following sort of like two plot lines like both of their both both their careers and their aspirations as well as like the, them reflecting back on their past being being religious Right. right. So that's the premise. Who wants to share their opinions first? <laughs> well, Jordana said she had a lot of opinions. I'm curious what those are since I've already shared mine like everywhere. I thought it was a very interesting story. The whole like if you take it, especially if you take it at face value, like the idea that you could leave this community at 42. It didn't seem like she had a college degree. And now she's like the CEO of this ma- huge management company. They didn't talk about I did a lot of Googling. I'm sure like everyone else on the Internet. The, ba- but the fact that her husband is a, a billionaire and owns the holding company that Elite, Elite right. um, owns Elite. So he basically like yeah. owns the company that owns and them. He, um, and he owns so, La Perla. Silvio. So, which is a key right. fact yes. because La Perla is the company that bought her shoe company, which is how she basically right. like made her first money and her first like independent career move. Right. I do think it's like, it is a fascinating story. Fascinating. I think the way that they told it was like, a little cheesy and absurd in some yeah. ways like and it was like a lot of it was like a lot i don't think they i don't think the children really 
came. I don't think the children were likable at all, personally, like at all. I only like Batsheva in certain scenes. (laughs) I I liked some of them at like, I liked Batsheva and Miriam, but like at different times. But then I was like, okay, how much of this is actually them? And how much of this is right. like them manipulating the show? No, the whole for thing the was produced. Of the show. Right. To me, all those I mean, plots were so fake. Honestly, like right. to me, it came off like I had less respect for elite modeling. Me too. Agent. I thought it was a very bad look for the company in like me so too. many ways. I agree. And that like one, like, oh, all the people who work there just happen happened to be like the son-in-law comes to her he's like oh no one's buying real estate in COVID and I don't have a college degree and she's like oh well you could you dress well like you could be a fashion designer here like oh have this internship with no knowledge with no acknowledgement of like the fact that like that would be something that some like 16 year old girl would like dream about like do you know what I mean like there was like oh like of course you can be like the influencer person but first you have to get like your TikTok following up and then like or the, the daughter's like She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I gave you the bad advice to ask for $20,000. But, like, here, like, this woman from, from Aloe, like, is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, like, really wants you, you to be like, I have no idea. You know how to pronounce things. I don't know. <laughs> she Hello. really wants to be your, like, your partner. It was, like, very, I think it made the company right. look, t- and she's throwing, like, her son, like, a sleepover party in the office. I'm kind of like, is this a legitimate? Wait, have you Googled the company's history? Yes, I, I googled all of it. I googled Silvio's history. I googled the whole fucking thing. Elite's history, see, like they filed for bankruptcy, like not so yeah. long ago. So he, right, and he clearly bought it, or his holding company bought it out of bankruptcy. He's an Italian billionaire who was accused, but then acquitted of tax fraud in 2010. So just go, go on that little Google search. Right. The um, whole thing is like these. The, the characters weren't very well developed. I thought. Also, no, they, you know- they they were because it like to develop them more would be to like make them look worse possibly. But what about the conversation where she was like, you know, for the IPO, like we can't have it look like nepotism. So we have to bring each child in slowly so that it doesn't look like nepotism, even though it's it, just it is also nepotism. the IPO thing just came out of nowhere. Like I just I, it's not casual. <laughs> well, she I did just, say she was like meeting with investors in France. I love the idea of like. You know what I mean? Like this this Ben Weinstein character trying to be like the Scott Disick of this show, but just like oh my being God. like I just don't like pants. <laughs> um, I just don't like to wear pants. And also okay, like that and, was so manipulated. Like, the girl she wore she had wore already been wearing pants. That all was over like, the place. That Everything, was made every for, scene was so was like produced. For the show. They were because they wanted scripted. to show because they wanted to show probably a struggle that had happened five years ago about pants like i really i liked the, the you know, dad the ex-husband loved oh, the yeah. dad everyone and I liked he came out the best of the, everyone the ex-husband show. like when he talked to the son like i thought oh, that yeah. was scene was really good um it also showed i thought how terrible julia's in like way in which she was talking to her son about it like right. she yeah. was in one line she was like i want you to decide for yourself but then thank god you're you're deci- you're talking to girls right like, it it was so not yeah. it, i don't believe I, that he ever stopped talking to girls to no that was so because i mean maybe he no. did he was like no. i don't think he's like could be like that good of an actor he's like a 14 year old i think i think i think any, he, i think she picks. fed them He's wearing a Fendi shirt in like their their promo pics for like pro, her, the party for net for this. I think they picked out like real things that are issues for people as they're like leaving the community or becoming less religious, but they pretended like they were happening now. Like I'm not right. saying they never did deal with those things as they were becoming less religious, but like those things they clearly were not still dealing with like whether yeah. Bathsheba should wear pants or like the like the the youngest son like he already had a quote-unquote girlfriend like if he was that religious he wouldn't even know any girls like it's just like right does it make sense i found it interesting like how like money kind of almost like seemed to be like they were like almost overcompensating for their like wanting to adjust to this like very secular world by just like throwing money in like yeah everyone's face everywhere it's like the more like I'm bleeding to the Hamptons like I'm a member of the sec like that's my past like I'm right. um it just like right. almost seemed like a cover for the insecurity of like not fitting into maybe like this well, world in some way it was very, honestly yeah honestly like I would flashy. say that but there are very flashy 
again, like it doesn't make sense with what she was saying about her, where she came from. But but there are very flashy Orthodox Jews who do care about like throwing money around, even when they are religious. So like, I, I, I don't know if it's that as much as like her husband's a billionaire and they like do but like even her yeah. car everything was like i want as much attention as possible and like yeah. through like my things and money and like oh, it's, 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 it's almost it's funny because it made you think like okay this and i'm taking it and maybe this isn't the most accurate but the way they portrayed it is like i'm going against this world where everyone has to wear black and women have to cover their knees and have to cover their shoulders and like you have to be small whatever and i'm going the complete opposite a 180 but to me that also seemed very like it went extreme in the wrong direction. Right. The, the other also, direction. Right. It also seemed extreme in a very shallow, superficial way that also didn't feel good. Like they neither of those sides but, felt okay. like good. I I may just be like unclear on her timeline, but I don't think she ever came from a community where you could o- you only wore black. Like that's not. But she did come from a community where you had to wear a wig and you had to cover your yes. knees and you got yes. married at nineteen. And that and was all true. That was all true, but she was no. You can drive. She was. She was like. That's what. That's why it was like so bothersome to people because like she didn't come from somewhere where she couldn't drive. Like but a lot of the things she she did say are accurate. A lot of those they're, things they're like, accurate, are but true. they're not accurate of her, and they're not. You don't accurate. know that. No, but no. But she, the, the fact I that she had to cover her that she had no, to cover she her did have to body. cover her hair. She did have to cover her hair. But some of the things she said about how how like you can't ride bikes and you can't drive. That's you can't not sing. True. That's true. I mean, her daughter got married it's, at nineteen. The not I'm saying not in saying, front of men thing is true. I'm not true. saying I'm not saying that these things are not true of everyone. I'm saying they were not true of the community she came from, and so she's basically co-opting a different. Okay, but she, but you they watch are true. Orthodox. But they're yeah, not true no, of but, her. No, but that's unorthodox. She's not pretending to be from a place where she only spoke Yiddish. And yeah, like, she did and imply she's, that. She's saying she came from a from a religious community, a black hat community, which, as you could see, like was when a lot of that. Maybe there's levels within it. But so the, the, the essence of what she was saying, I think the essence of what she was saying is that you had to get married young and cover your knees and you couldn't be a lesbian. And but like here's all these the thing, things, she could have said true. those. She could okay, but she could have stuck to what was accurate of. She could like that's not how she said it. She, the, but it's the, TV. Like, it doesn't matter. She misrepresented and co-opted. Okay, this is why it's like couldn't. This is why it doesn't make sense. Think about the girl in Unorthodox. How she comes into the world and she literally like doesn't know what like a stop sign. No, I'm not like she yeah, doesn't but know that anything. Girl is like so there's so eight, many different 17. levels. So, so no, it it's irrelevant. That is irrelevant. That girl, the place she came from, is an entirely different place than the place that julia came from but okay so if you come from a place where the girl in unorthodox came from you're not no matter what you are not becoming ceo of a company and you're not marrying this like italian billionaire within the next 10 years or less so for her to be like uh, to act like she came from that and that that's what she overcame is completely co-opting the experience I don't think she's of another saying that, community though. no she was saying it she was she was saying it as it applied to her she wasn't saying i came from a from from that specific community she didn't say she was hasidic yeah she never she, said the word hasidic she made those claims as if they applied to her that was my watching of the show it's possible though when she was younger it was like that maybe because she left when she was 40 her daughter did get married at 19 i think she misrepresented the place where she came from because if there's a difference if you aren't allowed to drive versus if orthodox jews somewhere else are not allowed to drive that you do not associate with like if you are the person who's saying like I come from this place where women can't drive, I don't even but, remember like, her saying the drive, drive thing. She yeah, like they like her, the but, girl like, I think her, she I think gave more a of what she was too, stressing. Drive. I think more of what she was stressing was like I couldn't wear pants. I had to cover my body. I couldn't. I had to wear a wig. I couldn't do the things that the men were doing. I was treating as a second class citizen. There, right. in and her if opinion, she had too. it, and if she had just stuck to the things that were accurate of her own life. Those things would have been really amazing too. That's what, like, like my antenna went up. Not that, like, that she'd said those things in general. It was that she applied them to herself and to where she came from when that's not where she came from because it's a different life entirely. Like, you're starting at a completely I mean, it's different not start. It's it's different level, it, but it's still the same sort of idea but, about. But here's like, the thing: it could have been a just as good a show if she was just like 
I felt really repressed at the level I was at because like that level is repressive too, I'm sure. Right. I'm just saying like, I think my own experience it is, but I'm just saying like, I think that like having known those details, like maybe she could drive. Like to me, that doesn't change the idea of the community that she came from. It doesn't change my opinion of it. So that, so that's, that was originally what I thought too. But then, but for me, it's more like, okay, well, why is she like, why can't she just be like true to her experience? I think and it's then kind it, of and like then, there's and then when it starts to get to the nepotism, like it, it all feeds into sort of like, uh, like a, I don't want to say like dishonesty, but it's like a murkiness about how she really got to where she is, like how she didn't say that her husband like bought the company and that's how she got the job. She, and exaggerated some yes, facts. That, that's exactly also, what I'm saying. It's that, is, that is, is but important. that said, but that said, we could talk about the show. Oh, totally. But the reason that's important is because when you like omit and exaggerate, that is also a very bad look. Like, I don't know. I mean, like still, regardless, I think regardless of the fact, even knowing again, even knowing that fact that her husband owned this company and she did say, I think that they met at work. um, (laughs) Like whatever I'm saying, even knowing that fact, I still think it's like a very like to be able to that she was she left this community. It's I think that's the whole thing. It's like very hard to leave an insular community. Right, Which, and that and that would have been enough. That's the thing. It all would have that would have been to me, enough that's to all say. All I took from it, though, I wasn't like, oh, like she, like you know, obviously she didn't start an entry level job, but but she did create the shoe, and she like sold it, and she found someone to invest in it, and then La Perla did buy it. And how like, did she get um, the money for the shoe? Like, I like there's. There's just more questions. I it think it was very that, like, surface level. Her story was very yeah. superficial in the which the way she told it. How did she get it. money for a shoe prototype? <clears throat> I want to like, talk. I really want to talk about some of the funny things that did happen in the show. Like, we also have not talked about Robert, like the COO who's thirty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of, my favorite. You know, yeah that didn't make sense giant company i didn't like i get it like for us we like started the company we're like 32 31 and (laughs) well he's also from la perla so she must have like brought him over maybe maybe but like like, i thought his scene with his mom was really good like i thought it was the best scene in the whole very emotional whole show i agree i really liked that scene um i thought the scene (laughs) with um bacheva doing the um the, the styling on zoom was the funniest yeah. scene i've ever seen because you i was looking at the zoom boxes of all the people literally shocked at what's happening right now they were like what the fuck is going on like it was so forced with the underwear like their acting was just so bad did you not see that like <laughs> yeah that like the whole, that's was, what i'm saying the kids are just Bacheva like that was they so good. unprofessional she was so unprofessional in like every I just context, really liked her. And I was just like, I liked I her too. Why. Here's the thing: I also liked her, but she was. But as I was watching her, I'm like, oh my god, she is so unprofessional. And like, how does her mother? Like, how did her mother tell her to go back and ask for 20k after the deal was already done? Like, that is like that is seriously the advice the CEO is giving you. Like, are you kidding? Could, I and like, just, I also just didn't love how she just like felt like she manipulated all her kids constantly. And like, yeah, I hated that. Just, like, I was like her thing. orbit. I, this is fucked up. Here, what you're doing, Robert. Here's what I was Robert with like all his shit. She was manipulating him too. And well, just like stop manipulating people. What I was wondering is like in a in an alternate scenario where she left this community and she became like she was working in a shoe store. Would all her children be like so like obsessed with her and so like into her? Like I thought the money that she had was so was like, powerful. Was yeah, she like used that to like that's how she got her children to like come follow her and live with her. It's like, yeah, do you wanna have take a blade to the Hamptons? Or do you wanna go study Torah Yeshiva? Do you wanna like, wear a it, Gucci like, sweater like, like in every take, scene? <laughs> right. Like you can't you can't take that out of the equation. It's such a big part of why she, her children are probably like obsessed with being less less religious and more like her because that lifestyle is like looks pretty nice and I, that's what i'm saying i wonder if the story was i left and i escaped this community and now i work at models um <laughs> are the kids like still like what's well, mom a, gonna say about this <laughs> that's okay that is how most people who leave the religious community deal with it like i will say that like avi is a rarity about like what happens to you when you when you are like the only one of your family who leaves a religious community that you would like have a stable 
job in the secular world that you would like have a marriage that's like sort of just works like it's it's pretty rare that you would have that a lot of people like who leave the community have a lot of like issues because they aren't able to assimilate because they didn't have that exposure many of them couldn't drive or like do things like that and so that's why it's like really challenging and also like interesting but they seem to have assimilated pretty easily because of the money i thought miriam as a character was while she was good like so gen z i thought that it was so frustrating to watch her scenes because she was such like it reminded me of like when we were younger like where you just think you know know everything everything. she was like annoying like that's what i mean and i'm and i get it because i remember feeling looking back at myself at that age and feeling like i thought i was the shit that all of my opinions were a hundred percent true like we like you know you could just feel it coming from her and i i just thought that was like while it was annoying, I understood what I was watching. You know? Yeah. Right. I Did totally you agree. The- That's why I'm saying, like, they were all unlikable in their own special way. But, I mean, there's so much more we could talk about this. What, guys, let us know if you want us to keep talking about the show because I feel like we could talk about a lot more I next time. We could talk about this forever. Yeah. I also, so we might be able to interview one or more of the family members. I really just want to ask Julia about, like, I'm really just curious about, like, the details of her career. Like, and how so did that we'll actually go? And the details of, like, how she left the community, which community she came from, what it was like for her parents to become religious. Because, like, I do think the show glossed over a lot. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. All right, now it is time to play our At Batches Game of the Week. This game is called Name That Reality T Villain. 
And to help us guide us through the game, we have our producer, Sean, America's favorite producer. <laughs> I got that title now. That's great. All right. We're talking about America's favorite reality TV villains. That's the game here. All right. You got your Erica Jane. You got Julia now. I don't know. Is Julia a villain? Because I haven't watched the show yet. Not really. Not really. really. She's more like more of the hero. She wants to be the more of the hero. The, yeah. She's like a Chris Jenner where she's both the hero and the villain. The whole time I was trying to figure out who in my like Russian fam Jewish family orbit she reminds me of. Like she reminded me of someone the entire all nine episodes. I was like, there is someone she reminds me of. And I could not figure it out. But anyway, let's she's I, I don't know if she's a villain yet. I think more is gonna come out. All right. Well this game is called Name That Reality TV Villain. Each of you will take turns listening to a clip of a current or former reality TV villain saying one of their most memorable quotes. You each will get one point for a correct answer. Plus if you get it right You'll get a chance for a bonus point by answering an associated trivia question. All right. Is everybody okay. ready to go? Yeah. All right. At the end of nine rounds, whoever has the most points wins. First up is Jordana. Ooh. Who is the second voice you hear on this clip? Name that reality TV villain. Because like, it pisses me off that you think I'm always lying to you and I don't lie to Jessica, you. Jessica, I'm, I'm telling you from someone who used to cheat oh. on her boyfriend. Those are signs of him cheating. Jordana? I have no idea. Have oh, no my clue. God. I know. Aileen, you do get a chance to steal here. Go ahead. Kristen Cavallari. Kristen Cavallari is the correct oh. answer. That is from Remember, Laguna Beach. From Laguna Beach. It goes, oh, Jessica. Wow. <laughs> oh, I now, totally follow forgot. question, okay. Jordana, you still get a chance to get this one correct. Kristen was a late addition to the cast of The Hills. On how many seasons of the show did she appear? And I will give you a hint. There were six total seasons of The Hills. How many seasons was Kristen on that show? I think she came in in the finale of the second to last season. Like how many did she have any appearance? I think two, two. The correct answer is two. Jordana gets one point. Yeah. Excellent job on that one. All does right. Aileen get any points? <laughs> Aileen, you get the point. All right, here she we go. She gets the point. She got it right. I feel like it's Thanks, only Sammy. fair. Thanks, Sammy. I feel like it's only fair. If you got it right, you got to get the point. I find this one to one. All right. Question number two, Sammy, this is yours. Here's an audio clue. Who is the last voice you hear on this clip? She's been dragged and ridden hard. And that's oh, all I have baby. To and I so have your titties. You okay. should get them done. Shit. And so have your fucking titties. Oh, you should I know, get them I know, done. I know, I know, I know. Okay, she could steal it for me because I don't know. All right, Janetta, you get a chance to steal this one. I know. Sammy can't pull it. Is it is it Angelina? The correct answer is Danielle Stop. I knew oh, it was from Real Housewives of New Jersey. I knew it was New Jersey too, but I couldn't tell who it was. Sorry. Okay, now Sammy, this speaking of New Jersey, here's the follow-up question. Who do you think Danielle is talking to in this scene? Um uh, No, she says your titties, you should get them done. It was like And I'll give you a hint. There's a hint included. I did okay, write this one down. She ended what's up pulling hint? her to the ground by her ponytail while her back was turned. Oh, oh. Margaret. The correct no. answer is Margaret Josephs. Yeah. What? Sammy gets the point. Yeah. Okay, that so is correct. All right. Everybody has one point. Someone, not Ash Jacqueline's daughter, Ashley? No, Jacqueline's daughter pulled Danielle Stab's hair. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right, you're right. All right. Question number three. Aileen, this one goes to you. Name this reality TV villain. This is going to be really hard for me to say. Okay. <clears throat> A month before everything happened, I did go to Vegas and have relations with somebody else. It's Jax, Jax. <laughs> the correct answer is Jax. <laughs> that was so easy. Well, well, you know, some people find all of these easy. All right, Aileen, follow-up question. Jax <laughs> and his now wife briefly had a Vanderpump spinoff series with a pretty bland name. You're going to fill in the blank on this title. It is Vanderpump Rules, Jax and Brittany take blank. Kentucky? Kentucky is the correct answer. Sean, are you being nice to Elaine because she's pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Listen, everybody's won one of these games recently, except Pregnancy for Elaine. Brain so is real. All right, question number four. This is back to Jordana. Name this reality TV villain. Who's the last voice you hear on this clip? Are you trying to address me? I just said you're the aspiring actress. I haven't did any TV shows and I have not been I've playing been with this hot and he knows that that's why I'm standing up here and you're getting ready to get the boot. Pumpkin is eliminated. The fucking bitch tries to call me out. She's telling Flav that um, I'm an aspiring actress, which I am. Bye, Pumpkin. Bye, Pumpkin. Jordana, name that reality TV villain. Okay. I don't know, but it's Flavor of Love is the show. Okay. I don't know the, don't know the names. You don't know her name? Does anyone want to try and steal is this tequila, one? Tequila, tequila, tequila. 
It's not. I can't believe no, you guys don't know this one. Villain. I never watched that. She's either. actually been on our podcast network before as a guest. It is New York, aka Tiffany Pollard, New York. Oh, now, I don't know who that is. Follow question after <laughs> she she did finish runner up on both seasons, first and second of Flavor of Love. Uh, afterwards, Tiffany got her own spinoff as well. Name that series. Hint. You her nickname is New York. Flavor of New York. <laughs> No, no, we I'm don't know. I'm surprised you guys don't remember no, this one. We've, it's not a remember thing. I never knew. Okay, great. And the answer <laughs> to this one is I love New York. The show was called uh, I love New York. This was like this that. was like when we were freshmen in college, I think. I don't think I was ever a fla- uh, flavor of love. I was never stand. a watcher. I did watch Tila Tequila, though. <laughs> oh, I was huge into flavor of love. I thought everybody knew I, I love I didn't York. watch flavor of love. <gasps> All right, question number five, Sammy. This one goes to you. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys are going to think this one's too easy, but... It's a fun one. Here we go. Name this reality TV villain. How does expect me to respect her man when she can't respect my lady? It goes hand in hand. Show some respect if you want to get it back. Okay? Not giggle after you eat my girl's f***ing plate of food. Sammy? <laughs> James Kennedy. James- and it was... And it was about the pasta. I need him to do a full meditation series on Calm or Headspace because <laughs> his voice is so good. <laughs> Do you agree? Like, I would love to fall asleep to his voice. <laughs> he does have a great accent. He sounds more sophisticated so than he good. really is. Speaking of not sophisticated, Sammy Falk, question. What was the name of the event James Kennedy hosted weekly at Sir? See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. These are so correct. easy. Well, they you always feel easy, easy when somebody too. else gets I got right. I got flavor of love. <laughs> Aileen, you're going to love this one. Here we go. Next one. Name this reality TV villain. Now I've realized... That I'm probably just perfect, and it's everybody else around me that's got issues. Aileen? Scott Disick. Scott what Disick is, who is, is correct. Scott Disick? Now, here's a challenge. I find this one challenging. Scott and his now ex, Courtney, have three children together. Can you name all three kids? Oh my yeah. God. What is this? Amateur okay. Mason, yeah. Mason, Penelope, and Rain. I don't even watch the show, and I know that. That is obviously. I listen, I didn't know Rain. I didn't know that one. I, I So you get the but point. I can love. spell it for uh, 500 if you want. <laughs> That's the point. All right. Oh we're we're going to fly through these last three. Jordana, next clue. Name this reality TV villain. Who is the last voice heard on this clip? All right. You know what? Judge that You're the queen of England, and. We're all trailer park compared to you. No, you're, you're the only one in here like that. All right. All right. At least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long, bitch. Jordana? All right. Brandy Glenville. That is correct. Fantastic. And it's a hilarious clip. The Vanderpump Rules series originally kicked off with what Sir employee being confronted by Brandy Glanville over her relationship with her then husband, Eddie Cibrian. Who was that Sir employee, Jordana? Sheena Shea. No, that she's is not Shay anymore. Correct. Well, she had I the time. I think she actually still so, might go by that, doesn't she? She's just Sheena. Uh, <laughs> she wasn't Sheena Shay at that point yet, though. All right, Sammy, this one was challenging for me because this is a show I haven't watched, but based on our conversation earlier in the show, I think you might watch this series. So fun. Sammy, name this reality TV villain. I don't like Heather as a person, and I get annoyed by Heather all the time. It's just because of the way she looks, because of the way she dresses, because of the way she speaks. It's because of the lack of wheels turning up there. Sammy, the wheels are turning. I can see it. Is it the OC? It's from the OC? It's not I actually don't know. Is it from Salt Lake? I don't know. That's the only show. Can I go? Can I go? Can I go? I don't know. Selling Sunset. It's Christian Quigg. That is correct. Yes. I meant it was a Netflix series. I'm sorry I threw you off. You know what's great? That you did know like it was in LA. Like also Dramatic New Jersey was a Jersey, but different show. Yeah. Yeah. The accents are distinctive. Sammy, quick follow-up question. You're a great test taker. You can get this from context clues. After Selling Sunset became a hit, what famous model and social media personality challenged the authenticity of Christine and her cohorts as high-priced real estate agents. Oh, I forgot. I know. Jordana can have it. Jordana, you can steal. Chrissy Teigen. It is Chrissy uh, Teigen. And they sold her house. She said she I can knows. deduce that. That's right. Because they sold that. her house. All right, last one. Aileen, name this reality TV villain. Have another drink. Have another drink. As a matter of fact, I will. All right, let's go. Let's go. I'm going home. You know what? No wonder why you're, you cheated on your wife. Aileen, name that reality TV villain. Which one? The woman? The last voice. Yes, the woman. Do you want to hear it one more time? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? No wonder why you're, you cheated on your wife. Oh, 
man. No wonder why you cheated on your wife. Oh, uh, is it from OC? That's Tamra? The correct answer is Kelly Dodd. Tow, that's, oh. that didn't sound like her. Who did she say that to? Well, that's the question. Whose husband was she confronting in this scene? Oh, I know this. I know wait, this. Okay, wait, 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 wait. It was <laughs> Kelly Dodd yelling, no wonder you cheated on your wife to, oh my God. Was it, was it, no, couldn't have been. Oh my God. Jordan's going to steal. Is it, is it Jimmy Edmonds? The correct answer was Shannon Bedore's husband. It was oh. Shannon's oh. husband. Oh. The winner of today's game, Aileen, with six points, wins. Yeah. Reality TV villain. <laughs> wow, game. I was way too anxious to answer that wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is our show. I'm very excited I won. Thank you again for listening to the At Betches podcast. Guys, don't forget, new episodes come out every Thursday. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple or Spotify. And in the meantime, follow all of us on Instagram. I'm at Sammy. I'm at Jordana Abraham. And I'm at Aileen. And talk to you next week on At Betches Podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Dana Samuel. Editing by Sean Kilby and Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram. And send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.